Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution. I'm your humble host, Amra Sandhu, and you're tuning in to a conscious conversation designed to help you grow. Our mission here is simple. It's for you to live your purpose, live your best life, live the life you love. This podcast is sponsored by Enthusiasm for Life, by great creation itself. Keep the good vibes flowing for myself and yourself. Do us a solid. Subscribe to the Inspired Evolution podcast on YouTube, the home of the Inspired Evolution podcast. Now sit back, relax, open your mind, open your heart to this conversation and stay inspired. Keep evolving. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution. And it is, guys, it is an inspirational treat to be here today. We've got with us Danette May. Danette, how are you? Good. Good to be with you. Wow, that was an entrance. (laughs) That was like awesome. (laughs) I visualized it before I got in. (laughs) So you knew I was going to land it. Uh, For those tuning into Danette for a sec, I'm going to do an intro. It's going to take a minute. This woman is a powerhouse, right? She's America's leading health expert. She's the founder of Mindful Health and the Rise Movement. She's a world-renowned motivational speaker, number one best-selling author of seven health and women empowerment books. She's a former celebrity fitness trainer. She's an incredible wife and mother. And in fact, she's walked a path of incredible transformation herself. She's been incredibly inspired to evolve, if we can put it that way. Her challenges have been deep. She's lost her son during childbirth. Um, She went Unfortunately, she found herself divorced and she found herself at a certain point with just $47 to her name. And this all happened one after the other. Um, It was then that she decided to stop actually being a victim and rewrite her story. Now, I can't wait to have a conversation about that and the transformation journey that she's gone through and the tools that she employed because 
as she began to focus on these three pillars of healing, as she puts it, healing foods, healing movement, healing mindset. Guys, if you check out a YouTube channel, there is such a wealth of content out there as well. She's transformed her life from $47 to her name to operating as a single mother to owning like $20 million business helping women around the world. She's got three eight-figure businesses as we speak right now. She's donated over $5 million to charity. Um, and as almost as an ode to this transformation, she's written Embrace Abundance. We'll put a link to the book in the show notes. Danette, thank you so much for doing this and being here with us today. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to just jam out and talk all the things. Yeah, I I just, every, when I tuned into you, it was just this incredible story of, you know, I think there's this archetype of um, rags to riches. And I, hopefully that doesn't sound too rude when I say rags. Um, but, you know, there is this archetype of rags to riches. But not everybody can tap into that story. And look, there's so many places that we can start in your journey in terms of how to create, you know, an incredible business, how to create incredible relationships. One thing I forgot to mention in the intro is, you know, you won like this incredible, like the world's most coveted bikini model contest at the age of 40 as well. It's like health, you know, relationships, um, money, it's all, it's all there. But I think I'd love to start with how did, there was a point where you were like, let's call it your rock bottom. Do you remember that point? And was it just like, okay, I've had enough of this and I'm going to rewrite my story? Or what was it that came to you in that moment as like, okay, from this point, I'm inspired to evolve, like I'm ready to change? What was it the impetus to shift at that point? Where did the tools start coming to you? Yeah, it's it's not for me, it wasn't like something like a light bulb went off and I had all of a sudden these tools. I think there was a culmination of something going on. And for anyone listening, because ultimately when I share this backstory, I only share not to go relive it, but to help you if you're in your rock bottom to, to believe that it doesn't mean that's your destiny and it actually can be fuel for your destiny. So for me having a higher purpose. So I was a mom to two little girls and I was the single mom at the time and we were sleeping on the floor. We had tin foil for an antenna for Curious George and the big red dog. Like I was like surrounded with what, what I would say my reality was not doing very well. And I was like, I really wanted more for my girls and I really wanted something bigger and better for them in their life. So having something like that always helps, but doesn't mean you always have the answers. So what I personally did is I was starting to listen to, I literally on my phone Googled inspirational stories, mm. <laughs> like inspiration. And I made it my mission to start researching behind the curtain of people that I looked up to people that I was like, Oh, their life seems pretty fantastic. Right. Mm -hmm. But I didn't mm -hmm. want to just know what they were doing right now. I wanted to look behind the curtain. How? I yeah. yeah. So I researched a lot of people and I found a common denominator. I found a couple and I was like, this success leaves clues. Like mm -hmm. one, they all had a chaotic past check. I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I have that. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously they all had other common denominators. And I started implementing those common denominators uh -huh. to start creating my success story, my written new written story and, and put it into place. And you know, what happens is you just do step by step by step. And before you know it, your life looks radically different. 
Mm, I love that. And I, sorry, I laughed because everyone like often asks me, it's like, what's one of the biggest things that you've learned on the Inspired Evolution? And this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to look behind the curtain, right, of the people that have inspired me to inspire everybody else's yeah. evolution along. And yeah. the way I phrase it and, you know, what you described is, you know, they, they, they've had a chaotic past is I find everyone's biggest gifts are birthed out of the biggest challenges. It's almost like yeah. the bigger the challenge you've had, the greater the gift that you end up coming back with. It's almost like that hero's journey. And it's, it's remarkable because like when I'm coaching people these days, I get excited when they're going through like a really tough time and people are like, it's inappropriate that you're smiling at my pain. And I'm like, no, 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 but I know you're going to break through. I know you're going to break oh, through. Totally. <laughs> totally. Um, I think it was really powerful what you said in that it's not a light bulb moment. Um, because oftentimes I think when we're in kind of rock bottom and I know this from having sat across the table, coaching so many people, people are waiting for that moment where everything just kind of pivots, you know, it's like, Oh, there's going to be a moment where it just pivots. And ironically or not ironically or gracefully or ungracefully it's almost like a stack of like these little moments that come together to stitch into this uh, this transformation so i really appreciate what you're saying about it not not being just this light bulb moment it was like this body of work and you know, you're transformed you're inspired and eventually things just kind of start to precipitate um i really wanted to know a little bit more because i know that there's a whole body of work around energetics there you mentioned something and for the uh the average listener, potentially you might've glossed over it. Um, but she mentioned clearly that she doesn't relive her story. She just shares it with you to inspire you. Can you tell Ooh, us a little bit around? I'm so glad you caught that. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit of why, about why it's so important to not relive our story? Um, and what's oh, what, like why you phrased it the way that you did and what's going on in there? I rephrased it this way because, um, so I do a lot of different podcasts or speaking, and I think there's an element to our story that sometimes we continue to live through versus stand on top of. Mm. And for me, I really want to make it really clear that I'm not going to continue living through this story, that I'm standing on top of my story mm. and I'm going to the next story and I'm creating the next story. And so just being an example that whatever you're going through right now, whether it's the, the peaks or it's the valley of your journey of your story, it's going to shift. Mm -hmm. Inevitably, it will shift. And either it will always be based off your thoughts. It will always be based off the decisions you're making. So you get to decide how low the valley is going to go and how high the peaks get to go. And, and so I just wanted to kind of voice that because Sometimes I what I feel like people want to stay in my past story. And I'm like, is anyone curious about what I'm doing today to keep going to the next level? Because to me, I'm here today, which is amazing. And I got here today from my past, but where am I going tomorrow? And mm -hmm. honestly, those it seems to be the questions because I, you know, that's why I always say that. Mm, I love that. And it's there's a thing about having a vision that is quite magnetic in terms of, and I use that word consciously because it actually pulls things together. Um, I actually picked this up in a really big way from our mutual friend, Fission. Um, he would often say that once you've got a vision, like I, I'll give you a basic, basic example. When I was hiring for my business, I used to just kind of put out the role and be like, this is what we got. This is what I need done. Thanks. And now it's like, he's like, nah, dude, like you just have like a sentence about what you need done, but you spend most of it talking about where the company's headed, what your visions are, what your ambitions are, what the energy is around here. And as it like, you will attract the right people. And if they can or can't do the task, it doesn't matter because they will figure it out because they're so inspired by the vision. 
And like, that was a game changer. Like, I can't tell you how inspiring a game changer that was. Like the people that started rocking up to support the vision was just like, oh my God, like now I'm having self-worth issues having you guys around. Like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) So I, um, yeah. So I just feeling into that, like how, like you talk a lot about, or for those that are tuning into internet for the first time, maybe not, but for those that know you, like visualization is a massive part of um of what you describe as a cornerstone to your success, I would I would say. Um let's rewind just a little bit. You're in a really challenging place, but then are you starting to visualize like success in the next story and then the disconnect between the two? Can you tell us about how do you believe into the next story when you're currently in this place of like oh yeah when there's friction and when yeah. there's what we call as the racket yeah so i call <laughs> the racket. racket is it's like you're just having a temper tantrum inside yourself and you're like just what, like me no never I don't, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> that never happens <laughs> right like so, yeah so for me it's like um when i when you're in that and and honestly like even if you're in the st- a space of like not even knowing how to put food on the table, that can feel like, how do I visualize when my reality is that I don't even have food? Like I was at that time, just to give reference to where I was, you guys, I was a single mom, $47 to my name. Like this was money that we found in couch cushions and drawers. My family thought I was kind of losing my marbles um, because I was shifting my paradigms around my belief systems of what they were teaching me as a daughter as when they were raising me. And so I was just kind of disconnected from everyone. I felt really alone and you know, it's, <laughs> it's an interesting time, right? So you're in it. I'm eating beans and weenies. People are telling me that I look really lean that are you eating? And it's like, I'm feeding my kids. And sometimes I go without, right? So this was my reality and it can be really difficult to spin that and to think of something different. But I want to just say that when I was researching other people or I was listening to other people's stories, one of the common denominators was them getting into a state of seeing and feeling eating amazing food, um, of living in this home with sheets and a bed. Like for me, that's where I was starting. Right. And having friends, people understand who you are. And then for me was that I always had this vision in my heart of what I wanted to do out in the world. Like I was like, I know I have a mission. Like, I just felt that, like, I don't know if anyone else can relate to that, but Mm. for me, there was a knowing that I I had to have been made for more, that there had to have been more, that I had dreams as a little girl, like they didn't just suddenly go away or they're irrelevant anymore. So I I would see these things of where I wanted to go and I would feel as if they happened. And I know we hear about this on The Secret. I know we know these things, but these are things that I've really been diving into even more and watching magic come into my life, watching clients have magic come into their lives. These are things that are formulas. And I just want the whole world to know about the formula. Cause I'm like, abundance is for everyone. Like this, this creation of what you want in life is for everyone. You just have to do the steps you have to do. And you have to believe in the steps. Let's talk a little bit about belief. Cause that's kind of what you're alluding to there. And I really appreciate you sharing that. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's, can it be, like, how difficult question, I think, easy to sort of frame if I can get there myself, myself there. It's when I've got that disconnect between my reality and what I'm trying to create, um, how do I know that I'm not kidding myself? that what I'm trying to call in is even possible? Or is it just a matter of having that faith at that point? Or like, what is what is the underlying sort of gooey premise there? I'm probably going to say something that not many people say, you are kidding yourself. Our whole life is a big kidding game. Yeah. So if, if that's the case, let's just say we are kidding ourselves. And we're kidding ourselves into depression. We're kidding ourselves into lack, or we're kidding ourselves into abundance and into mm. amazingness. Like, what if we, what if we are, let's just play that. Why yeah. not play it? Why not kid yourself all the way to amazingness? Why not? Because what happens is, is you will start off and it will feel like kidding. It will yeah. feel like a lie. It will feel like that. So maybe it is, I, I'm not going to say it. Maybe it's not. Mm. Um, and then you, what happens though, as you continue to kid yourself, and I'm just going to use that word because that's what people are feeling. Mm. Um, you're going to start to see some of these things happen. And then you're like, Oh, I worked. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> so, and then you just get better and better at it. Incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that. So honestly, I love that. That's really empowering. I really appreciate that. And yeah, I've maybe I've followed you for too long, <laughs> but this is a, I know there's been a point where, you know, you used to, tune back and one of the affirmations you've got is about you know having um it used to be about you know being um as bio bio energetically available i think i'm rephrasing it and paraphrasing and butchering it all at the same time um, um as a 24 year old and then over time you said you know what wow. actually it feels more like a 28 year old now and i'm just going to meet myself where i'm at um okay. because i can actually believe that a little bit better and yeah, I think it's really amazing just to sort of witness just kind of your own journey and just sort of feel like this is kind of what feels yeah, more Yeah, so what now. he's referring to, you didn't mutilate it, but what you were referring to, I was actually talking to Vision from Mind Valley and a statement that I actually say, and I said it today. So yeah. it's not like I just say it to podcasts, like I do yeah. this every day, is I said, and I actually felt into it too. So I do this in the morning. I have a what I call the fine, thin line of the thin veil of morning. Mm. And so I, I said, I'm at the bio state of a 28-year-old looking and feeling as if I am 28. So it was 24 at one point. Like mm. I would say 24, but that was like whatever, five years ago. Mm. 
So now I just moved it to 28. I don't know why, but if, if it feels more in resonance, then there's more power to it because there is a resonance belief system. But I want to be careful in saying that because when I first started in this journey of saying I'm abundant and money flows into my life and I'm sitting here like barely eating any food, mm. you know, sometimes you have to kid yourself. Like you have to just feel it, like use your imagination like you did when you were a kid, whether you're a boy playing GI Joe's or a girl playing Barbies or mix and match, however you want your make believe you've got to get back into that. And that's where I'm saying it is kind of kidding, but it is make believe. And that will eventually start to manifest in your or what we would call our reality. Yep, yep. I do I do love that because at some point there is a bat like, yeah, and maybe this is a limiting belief of mine and maybe it's worth me talking about it with you because I do believe you've got to have a vision that inspires you and magnetizes you and pulls you forward. But at the same time, I find if I set it to be, because I can visualize anything. And as of that point, it's like it gets, if it gets too far and too lofty, some part of my internal GIS internal system goes, you're more full of it than inspired, you know, like it's more egoic than not, you know, and maybe that's my own limiting belief. Is it my limiting belief or is it a matter of I'm potentially calling in something that's not alignment with me? Well, that's really fascinating. And what I love that you're saying is that your mind, whether it's true or not, is saying that might be egoic. And I can tell you're someone who wants to live in alignment with your soul's path. And so if the mind says egoic, you're like, whoa, I don't want to be egoic. Mm. And I also don't want to just be a dreamer that doesn't actually create something in fruition, which is fascinating. So I would challenge you on really looking at that, like whatever the statement was, because you didn't, you never said what it was that your mind's telling you might be egoic and journal on it. Like, if this were to happen, mm. how many lives would be impacted? How would I show up in the world? And is that egoic or is that actually so magnetic and mm. magnificent and, and feel into like a higher power communicating with you and saying, I mean, why not? Like, what mm. if it is a why not? And you're just now saying, since it's so big, it must be ego. Mm. Thank you for unpacking that for me. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Question, how do we start to discern? Because I know in, you know, for tuning into the book, the first part is to get really clear on what it is that you want, yeah? What's in the way of us being able to tune into what we want? Isn't everything we desire ours anyway? Yeah. Actually, I believe that consciousness now I can unpack this because we can use words, but I actually feel this in my cells mm. is that consciousness wants to express through us. Mm-hmm. And so anything that we think we desire, and I know Rumi already quoted this, like whatever you think you desire or you want, those are the words we tend to use as humans is actually seeking you. Mm. And, and the reason you feel it inside you or thinking it or seeing it, or what we would call desiring is, is because it's seeking to be expressed through you. Hmm. You wouldn't actually know about it. You wouldn't be thinking about it if it wasn't seeking to be expressed through you. Granted, as humans, we have a lot of thoughts mm-hmm. and we're thinking and thinking and da 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 da. I'm talking about those one, those thoughts, feelings, desires that are coursing through you on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. That wants to. That's seeking you. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm hearing is there is like a more visceral, internal sort of uh, drive that is that desire rather than kind of the desire where I'm just flicking through social media and seeing all these people killing 
and just going, yep, yep, I want that, 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 I want that. That's yeah, because if it goes away, it might have just been a thought and a not fleeting. an internal cellular desire. Mm, yeah. I love that. So another question. Thank you so much. For, so just yeah, I love talking. I feel like we're rapid firing this. <laughs> um, so in there, um, for those that potentially, and I've had moments in my life where I'm like, I can really see a vision, but then there's times where I'm not that visionary. Like I can't really see it. Like I can feel it and I can sort of go, oh yeah, like this is kind of what I'm calling in. I can still tune into it, but it's not like a visually rich landscape in your visualizations how important is the visual aspect of visualization um, and can it be coached yeah i actually so what i'm finding in clients that i'm working with and even within myself is that the more tangible i can make it like the smells the colors the textures um the feeling I would actually really feel and really go there um, the quicker. But I want to say something. It's not just that. I also need to be in the frequency of love. And I feel like this frequency of love is like the nitro fuel <laughs> to manifesting that a lot of that I'm like, this is what I'm obsessed with because I'm like, oh, if I can choose love and be in a frequency of love, then these things that I see and, and, and textualize and feel into with detail are like on speed dial. Um, but I do think it's important. I actually think um, it, it, it tangibilizes it because the brain, the body goes where the brain is taking it. Right. Mm. So the more you can bring all these finite, finite details to the story or to the image, the better. Mm. I love that. Yeah. And it can be trained. So that was the second question, because um, what happens as we get older, mm. as children, I mean, you watch a child, it's, and I would suggest for anyone who's lost a little bit of imagination or feels like, God, I can't really see like Jeanette's talking about, or you're talking mm. about is get around kids, start, mm. like get down on the floor when they're like playing with their cars or like they've got their farm animals out, like they are in it. Like they are the farmer, they're the sheep, yeah. they're the superhero, they're in it. And I, I, you know, not to get like religious, but I actually think if we can be more childlike, go back to our curiosity, go back to that innocence, go back to that believing system within ourselves, that is the magic. That is the key. And as adults, we were told to stop. And I remember my daughter, I'm totally going off on this, but this is fascinating. Yeah. Let's go there. Yeah. Cause my daughter, I have a daughter that's 18, believe it or not. And a daughter that's 13. Yeah. And my 18 year old is super articulate and really brilliant and was super imaginative as a kid, like villages all over the house. And like, she would go there for, and she mm. would pick up on the stories the next day, like super imaginative. And she told me, I think she was 15 or something, because they kind of stayed in their imagination a little longer than their friends. Mm. Like, so then sometimes they get teased, like, you want to play that? Like, mm. we don't do that. We sit around and talk about boys or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember she said, I can, and she went to go play. Like, she went to go sit down and play. And she goes, mom, my imagination's going away. Like, I can't get into that same spot. And it was kind of panicking for her. Mm. And I was like, this is fascinating. I think the school, our school system, I feel that um, even 
uh, our friends that don't mean to, but are like, why do you believe that? Or why do you want to play that? Or what? like grow up, you know, yeah. it turns off a switch within our brains. It's, if it's like a defense mechanism, right? Like sit still study this way. Don't, you're not meant to be an imaginative state anymore. It's switch off that muscle. Right. So as an adult, a lot of times it has been turned off for a while and it doesn't mean it can't be reignited. I would say get with some children and just try to play in their world, ask them what you are and be it like start playing with that a little bit. And then slowly, but surely that muscle and those neurons will get returned back on. Incredible. Incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that. I can, I'm a little bit biased to loving that piece of advice because I've got an 11 week old right now. (laughs) So yeah. And as you were sharing that the, uh, the Einstein quote, imagination is more important than knowledge. Knowledge is limited, but imagination encircles the world. Like it's, yeah, it was just, just resonating thick and thick and through for me, thick and through for me. Um, wow. Okay. So visualization, tick covered desires tick covered beliefs tick covered in there i want to have a chat about this um this piece around why identity you call it your why identity and i don't know if i've ever heard that before i'm not sure if it's your phrase or if you've picked it up along the way but nonetheless when i tuned into it i was like oh i really dig this <laughs> like i really really dig this because like when you tune into um James, even James Clear's work, um, Atomic Habits, has been on the bestseller list for years now, um, yeah. like a really incredible book. Um, and he talks about, yes, you can change your habits, right, but the easiest, like the hardest place but also the simplest place to change, a most effective place to change is your identity because if you become the identity of the person that is actually living out the habits that you're hoping for, you can actually execute it in a much more graceful way. But the why identity, like it just it just takes that little bit even deeper than how he describes that. And I was like, dude, this is dope. Can you tell us a little bit about why identity? Okay, so we're gonna marry two concepts. Um, so you just talked about from this amazing book, um, talking about identity and like mm. when you start to just operate as this person, yeah. right? You well, if you want to be healthy, what does a healthy person do? Mm-hmm. Those are identity factors, right? If you want to have an amazing relationship, right? So one thing that I'll do with people, it's so fascinating because some of these people were A-festers. They'd be like, and I have this successful business, but ultimately I just want to have a partner and that involves somebody else. Like it doesn't require just me. Like I'm feeling like I'm not attracting a partner that I really want. And I have all this money and I go on all these amazing vacations, but I go by myself. And I was like, Mm. but how, how's your house? Like, are you taking up the whole closet? Are you acting as if you're in partnership? That's an identity factor, right? So Mm. acting as if a partner's coming into your world, right? Like park on one side of the garage. Don't take up the whole garage. Like, you Mm. know, like really act as if in that identity, the why factor As we know, anyone who wants to be massively successful in business typically has to have a deep rooted why. Mm -hmm. And that why stems from meaning, stems Mm -hmm. from a deeper purpose other than just, um, you know, I want to be, make a lot of money. It's like, why, why do you want to make a lot of money? Or I want to be in relationship. Why? So you marry the deep, why the underbelly reason why you're even doing what you're doing or even calling in. And that's why I asked you to do that thing about ego, because 
a lot of times we think we want something or mm. we think we should manifest something, but have we really gotten under the belly of why, mm. like, what's this, why, where's this coming from? And not having a story that it's ego or not having a story that that's not possible or not have a story that it's small or big, like get to the why. And then you team it with the identity and it's like a beautiful like concoction <laughs> for speed dialing, manifesting and abundance and the things that you're calling in into your life. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think it's a really powerful concept to have a really clear why behind why you're doing it. And then also to tune into the identity of who it is that's actually calling that. And it's almost like the why and the how wrapped into one gorgeous little, like uh, (laughs) punchy little thing. (laughs) Um, So in there, you mentioned the, um, the power of love and how important it is for you to tune into that when you're trying to call things in and embracing the abundance and visualizing. And you think it, for you described as putting things on speed dial for you. And when you described it, it was very palpable and I could feel it, but I'm conscious that um, it may not feel like that for everybody. So can you tell us a little bit, do you think that's just because love is one of the primordial forces of life and existence itself? Is that what you're tapping into? Yeah. So the reason I'm called to even talk about this stuff on like a podcast or on Mm. stage or whatnot is because I I don't think there's just abundance. That's great that you can have more money or be in a relationship. And that's great. And I want everyone to have that. It's because I actually feel that a currency underneath that is a frequency of love. And so if more people are are creating abundance and desires that come from a why, a deep why, and then they have, they have to have a stream of frequency of love. So for me, my big mission is raising the frequency of love on the planet. Mm. But here's what we know is that people that have passed on. So when you start to study people that have gone, like feel like they've died and then came back, mm-hmm. they, oh, yeah, NDEs. Yeah, yeah, new yeah, there's miraculous yeah. stories around it, um, yeah. around having like going in with all this cancer and boils on the body and then going, having this near death experience and realizing, I just need to forgive myself. I just need to love myself. I need to forgive all these people in my life. And once they do, the disease is gone. Right. Mm. And, and finding that this frequency of forgiveness and unconditional love is a speed dialer to health, to abundance, to business ideas, to creative ideas. Um, There's a lot of near death experiences around this, around, I needed to get into forgiveness. I needed to get into unconditional love. And I saw that that's all there was when I passed on. Um, so now I've been diving into it so much and just feeling what that feels like. Right. So mm. the frequency of love, we all know what the frequency of anger is or frustration or betrayal or hurt or loneliness. Right. We know those feelings, the opposite of that. And, and this isn't just, Oh, Jeanette talking. We, there's actually been so many scientific studies on different potencies of levels of frequencies, right. And, mm-hmm. and how they resonate in the body and how they shift cells and love unconditional love, love, not like, Oh, love for a lover or mm-hmm. love for a child, but just unconditional love, which mm-hmm. is forgiveness and just loving you because I see myself in you is the most highest frequency any of us can hold on to. And with that frequency, we become a magnet to the dreams or the visions that we have in our minds. I could just listen to that in a meditation, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Maybe I should do that. <laughs> that was incredible. So tuning into that, um, 
Jeanette, Inspired Evolution, when you feel into what's possible for humanity and the planet coming forward, um, what do you think the Inspired Evolution for humanity and us as a collective, what's your inspiration like? What do you see is possible um, for all of us? You know, I've thought about it a lot, especially in these times. Um, And once again, I've gone to my 18-year-old daughter around this because I find her wisdom and the way her mind works as an 18-year-old is radically different than the way my mind works. And we went into a deep discussion because for me, you know, I would love if everyone was in love and if everyone was saw themselves as connected to every living thing, plants, animals, humans, right? That we are one and that whatever they're looking at is a reflection back. I would love that. And she said something. So my shit is shifted and I think I might shock you. She was like, don't you feel that this, this essence of pain, war, hurt, um, betrayal is all part of this beautiful mix that we get as a human. And you can't actually see and feel the love without the other that this, there's this need for polarity. Then I was in Temescal. Mm. I went to Temescal, which is basically a sweat lodge in the lion. Yeah. And it hit me so hard because I've been wanting like humanity. We call it humanity. Wake up. You know, Mm. we like want them to see life the way we see it. Right. Mm. And what really hit me in Temescal and my, in my journey was that we need the polarity and in the polarity is perfection. And for me now, what I want is I just need to work on myself. I don't need to worry about a collective of the planet that I'm a part of the collective and me choosing love or me choosing to embrace the polarity and to love in the polarity is my journey, is my contribution. And outside of that is not for me to say. Oh, sister, as you're sharing that, I did this, um, I did a podcast with Marianne Williamson. And one of the things she said was uh, being present in the present moment is her I asked her, like, how do you, how do you like anchor that with the future and like all the things that you want to create? And especially as an activist and the frequency she holds. And she was like, the future is best looked after by me anchoring myself into the present moment. That is my faith. Like, I believe that. And what I'm hearing in that as well from your end is like, the collective is best looked after by me anchoring myself into my self work as well. So, man, I'm, getting chills as you're saying that actually it's really yeah that was beautifully said how you said that it's like the collective is best looked at I'm going to rephrase it because that was really powerful for me the collective is best looked at by Mm. me anchoring into my growth and into you know my love my Mm. love and my acceptance Mm. oh Danette, thank you so much. Before I let you go, there's one cheeky little question I've got to ask, which is I know you've donated a lot of money to charity and it's a very inspirational and incredible thing that you've done there. Now, I wanted to tune in. You mentioned this thing about the 10% rule. Tell us a little bit about 10% and why and the energetics behind it potentially why and inspire us a little before I let you go. <laughs> no. So I, I don't even know, do I have that somewhere? Because how did you know about 10% giveaway? <laughs> research. Um, or did I put it somewhere? My team put it somewhere. Um, well, okay. So I grew up in a very religious family and came from the belief system that we would give 10% of all of our earnings to the church. Mm. And 
even though my belief systems have shifted, there was something that really caught hold as a little girl. And still for me today is that, um, that there, I am gifted with so much and no matter if I just made a thousand dollars a month, right. And I'm barely getting by, I've lived this principle of giving 10% away, um, even in my hardest. And, and I come from this belief that as I give what I have 10% of what I have, that's like my tithing to the world, to my, my offering to the universe, like I, then, then it's only going to come back even more. Right. And so whether I, need it back or not. Like that's not the purpose for it for me. It's just, it's saying 90%. I'm grateful for that 90% and that mm. 10% I'm going to share whether I'm making a hundred dollars. I did it in college. I did it when, you know, I was <laughs> scraping through mm. is. And so now I just do it to charities causes that, um, that feel in resonance for my soul. I ask my kids what they want to get involved with and how we can do this. And so, that's, that's the principle that I love living by. And I just feel it's the right thing to do for me. Uh, and so that's what I do. Oh, thank you so much. At the risk of tarnishing it with the word hack, I really feel like it's a gorgeous spiritual hack because, um, yeah, I just, I can feel into how much trust you must have in the abundance, even when chips are up and chips are down to be like, you know what, I still have the capacity to give and to Absolutely. give and to give and then to allow more receiving to come because the universe knows that you're going to give it's yeah really awesome so thank you so much for sharing that with us yeah yeah uh, as I want to say to any parent that's listening the reason I'm able to do it is because my parents hmm. whether you agree with it or not having me I was like seven six hmm. seven with my my like pennies giving ten percent away you know hmm. so knowing that I was always safe to give 10% away, I think was a beautiful thing they taught me. Um, cause I would lay out all my pennies and be like <laughs> three <laughs> and whether it's to the church or whatever you believe in or a cause, I think it's a beautiful thing to teach your children Yeah, is that there's more than enough and whatever you have to give, give at least 10. And if you can give more, give more, but at least 10. Oh, I love that. Jeanette, honestly, sister, thank you so much for doing this with us here today. And I could just seriously sit here and just thank you for this incredible conversation that we've had. I know it's it's helped me in a great deal and I'm sure it's going to help so many others that are tuning in as well. Um, but I know it's a lifetime of work that actually informs this conversation. So thank you so much for the way you show up and the work you do in the world. Uh, for those that are tuning in, a link to Embrace Abundance is totally going to be in the show notes. Totally check it out. We un like This gets unpacked to the nth degree in that book. Um, and also a link to Danette's website where there's so much going on and I've got a little pet sort of thing check out our YouTube channel. It's really awesome. <laughs> I really like it. There's so much cool little uh, tips and like everything's snackable. Like it's really easy to consume um, all the pieces of content on there. So it's really clear. And whether it's about nutrition, whether it's about uh, movement, it's all there and mindset stuff as well. So really incredible three pillars. She's super clear on what she's up to and helping you with it. So yeah, we'll put all the links to that. Thank you so much for doing this with us. And on behalf of myself and the humbled Inspired Evolution Tribe, we're wishing you all the best always, Jeanette. Thank you so much yeah. for being with us. Thank you for having me. I loved it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this amazing episode of the Inspired Evolution. Without you, the Inspired Evolution tribe, this podcast would not be what it is today. Thank you so much for your love and your support. 
Thank you so much for being so inspired to evolve. It's truly inspiring. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the Inspired Evolution on YouTube, the home of the Inspired Evolution's video podcast. We release inspiring conversations such as this every week, along with guided meditations and empowering insights all designed to help you grow and evolve. Honestly, your subscription on YouTube to the channel helps us out a great deal. And one of the other benefits, if you're having any insights or shifts from these episodes that you want to chat about, or if you'd like to leave myself or the guest a message, please do so in the comments on YouTube. I truly look forward to hearing from you. And as always, Tribe, remember to stay inspired and keep evolving. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market